I think having a healthy playing field where a company's success can be just measured on we're here to help you grow can change the tone of a negotiation, can change the tone of a long-term relationship. Welcome to The Buy Side, hosted by Vendor, where we interview finance and procurement experts from leading companies on negotiation, innovation, and more in a quick, digestible way. To kick off the podcast in our first episode, we have Omar Ghani, Reddit's first ever procurement hire, looking to build out a team that looks like a Fortune 500 environment of operational excellence. Welcome, Omar. Thanks for joining us. Well, it's really nice to meet you, Danielle. Uh, my name is Omar Ghani. I am the head of procurement uh, here at Reddit. I've been with the organization for one month now, and so there's a lot to take in. And as this, as this really great startup uh, continues to scale and really be an enabler of building communities uh, globally and you know, bridging people and ideas and thoughts and, and uh, bringing content all over the world. Um, my journey in procurement I actually started in my university days when I was a student at the University of Texas at Austin. So I'm a Texas kid at heart. I was originally planning to study accounting, and I realized that into my second year that accounting was just not a fit for me. I wanted something that was a more sales-oriented, deal-making-oriented, and using uh, my passion to talking to people and looking at financial data at the same time. So I went to a supply chain webinar. I realized that I fell in love with supply chain management, especially what procurement was. Uh, and I started my career uh, from my college days. So I've worked in CPG government. Um, you know, I've worked with companies such as Dow Chemical, Unilever, um, Lyft, leading it to, to its IPO. And prior to Reddit, I was the head of procurement at a business travel startup called TripActions. Right now at Reddit, what does the procurement org look like? So the procurement org, org uh, is me. So mm -hmm. um, being that this is the first time that Reddit is building a strategic sourcing function, um, it's something that they are so excited about and they've been wanting, and now they finally have made it uh, a big priority as the company will continue to mature and scale and, and go through tremendous growth and, and operations maturity. So I am the first hire. I'm hoping to one day have a really nice uh, team where we can one day look like a Fortune 500 environment of, you know, an excellent center, sourcing leaders, operational, uh, you know, excellence and, and be a world-class procurement team. You started in how many employees at Reddit? Today at uh, Reddit, there's, there are over 800 employees. Uh, Reddit will anticipate to double its population by the end of 2021. So it's going through tremendous wow. growth right now. And I you know, am the first ever procurement hire under the finance organization. I'm hire number one, and I just completed week five. So it's been a month, oh, wow. essentially. Yeah. Congratulations. So new. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Now, there's a lot of new things. There's a lot of uh, big, big priorities on the strategic sourcing side, on the operations side, and on the everyday negotiation side, which is why we're so uh, excited about working on this partnership with vendor and seeing how this model can work in, in, in the procurement department. Mm -hmm. And what, what at Reddit was kind of the final straw in terms of pulling the trigger on bringing in procurement? Yeah, I don't think it was there was a final straw. If anything, it was a celebration. So, 
in 2020, the organization actually did a very complex uh, negotiation in the cloud services arena. And they realized that by doing a very competitive bid that Reddit had saved multi-million dollars in this category. And what they then became very apparent to them, it's like, oh my gosh, we only did one negotiation and we saved multi-millions. Mm-hmm. What if we just had someone do this and do it across everything for the organization? And I think over time, they've been growing the organization. I think I, it really, this opportunity just fell in my lap. It, you know, I was just networking on LinkedIn. All of a sudden, I end up on in a conversation with some Reddit leaders. And then they say, you look like a great candidate for a procurement leader. How would you like to you know, interview for a role that we haven't even made yet. And I said, <laughs> let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think there, it was, it was, a, it was very welcomed by, by both of us where they were, the whole organization has been so excited about this role. Um, every meet and greet I have is like, we, we're so happy that you're here. We've been waiting for this for over a year. Um, and I'm really happy to be in the organization. So we can jump into negotiation, your experience there, starting with some of the pain points that come with negotiation typically. To start, what do you believe are some of the biggest misconceptions people on either side of the deal tend to have going into SaaS negotiations? Yeah, I, I think uh, many times internal stakeholders will often feel that buying a SaaS product can almost be like buying a car where you go to a car dealership, you like you like a certain software, um, and then you can only negotiate, you know, and like in a car dealership, especially if it's a brand new car, you can only negotiate like five to 15% max, so to say. Mm-hmm. And so that's often the perception that stakeholders have that like, if I can't afford it, then I just can't really do it. Or I can afford it, I'm getting like the deal of the century. And so the pain points are within procurement, Kind of comes into the picture and they run their benchmarks, financial analysis, and all of these things that the stakeholders are like, hey, like this might be a bottleneck. I already did my work. On the other side, from the other side of the table, you know, SaaS negotiations are kind of what I call the wild, wild west hmm. in the world of procurement because most people who study supply chain management and procurement, they are taught in their in their college days that you only have enough negotiation from a materials perspective. So let's say I'm buying pipes for an oil and gas company or a chemical company. There's only so much margin you can negotiate before the cost of the material, the vendor cannot fund it, or there's a certain mm-hmm. margin that the vendor needs to make to run their uh, plant. That's not how SaaS works. SaaS is such an incredible arena where you have funding available, where you have a lot of R&D go in, but once that R&D pays off much faster than a capital asset like a plant, your margins can skyrocket to 70, 80%. Mm-hmm. Meaning your opportunity set for discounts can also increase by 70 to 80%. And understanding these things are critical. And so when procurement leaders and stakeholders are asking for aggressive discounts, sometimes the salespeople can get a little bit frustrated that like we don't do these things anymore. And it takes a little bit of education to tell them why they can do this actually, and and to actually call them out in a polite way about why you feel that if we if you want to earn the business that these are the things that we feel strongly about. 
And I think, you know, salespeople are trained very well. Uh, they typically do not like to talk about cost until meeting three, meeting four. They always just want to talk about how great their product are. They're going to try to stretch the demo as much as possible. They're going to try to stretch and invite as many stakeholders as possible, really sell the vision. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it can feel a little bit of a bait move because salesperson should not be trying to inflate their profit margin and sales commission option by trying to go through this dance and ask what their budget is. It's like, no, it's like, if I'm interested in something, I want a transparent idea about how you're quoting this versus, you know, the size of a company versus the, Mm -hmm. you know, how terrible is your pain? It seems like a very unusual way to get something. Mm -hmm. The best way that I can, uh, that I can try to describe it is imagine going to a grocery store and when you're about to go buy your, your gallon of milk, there's an agent that says, tell us about how desperate you are for milk. Why is it <laughs> almond milk over 2% whole milk? Are you sure about this? You, do you know the health repercussions of this? Mm-hmm. With that being said, I am going to quadruple the price of this because of your health condition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's sometimes how a SaaS negotiation will feel like, which is just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I think having a healthy playing field where a company's success can be just measured on we're here to help you grow, can change the tone of a negotiation, can change the tone of a long-term relationship versus trying to get a quick sale. And the reason why I say that is that when you do a quick sale, inevitably, your commercial considerations are going to be evaluated, even when you're into the contract. Inevitably, people are going to start questioning why you're even happy or not happy with this tool. So it comes back to bite you. And I think this is a, it's a, it's a something that we need to, we need to solve. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Buy Side, hosted by Vendor, a SaaS buying platform for ever-changing B2B SaaS sales. Curious how we can help your company save on SaaS? Get a free savings analysis today by visiting us at vendr.com slash save. See you next time. Thank you.